I'm just gonna say it. Tom Hiddleston's a baby back bitch. Who, who is he again? Brunch. Clean sweet Pete. Mazel Tov. Talking about La La Land. We talking about La La Land. We always talking about La La Land because all they could fucking talk about at the Golden Globes was La La Land because it was everyone's job who got up on that stage and had an, held an envelope to at some point at the end of what they were saying say La La Land. Award shows are a lot more, uh, I guess, it's, enjoyable is a tough word because last night's show was boring, but uh, it was knowing, boring. knowing the big winner and having seen the big winner yes. is a much more... Uh, fulfilling experience watching a show when it fucking takes home every award. I didn't like when, like a couple of years ago, unless Miz took home everything. I mm. didn't fucking see that movie. I'm not going to correct you for me. I'm going to correct you because people are going to correct me for not Les correcting Miz. you. It's lame is you know apparently. Less Miz is a great way for somebody who hasn't seen that movie and has no interest in seeing that movie it to is, pronounce the title. It is Les Miz. Uh, Les let Miz. It be written. Um, <laughs> Speaking of making shit up and just going with it, uh, someone went after Feidelberg because he said something about how uh, Wonder Woman had an accent. Yeah. And he said he was like, she shouldn't have an accent. And someone w- tweeted at him saying, oh, she's not American. And then I remembered the time that you and I just yep. decided she was like a Wisconsin girl. <laughs> and just that's yeah, common misconception. I don't think anybody really knows that, n- that Wonder is, Woman is not American. Uh, I think she is, though. We decided she is. <laughs> It's there's it's so, like it's so a it would be not a lot of Berenstain I don't think anybody knows that kind of Wonder Woman is American. Yes, I don't think anyone knows the the truth about where she yeah she's from Wisconsin. Um, I didn't use the gif last night, but I just kept imagining the uh, Jerry smoking the cigar as uh, they keep pay- as Elaine keeps paying oh, yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I felt every time La La Land <laughs> won an award. And every time La La Land was nominated, because we realized after what, probably once it won uh, Best Screenplay, it was like, okay, so La La Land's going <laughs> to right. win everything. Like No one came away from La La Land saying, what Great a screen- screenplay. Yeah. <laughs> it, they're just going to give La La Land everything. So once that kind of realization happened, every time they said... They start to introduce an award that sounded like maybe La La Land would be nominated. I would just have, I would just start. Yeah, you were firing them off. Celebratory (laughs) treat, and uh, it was it just it was awesome knowing that like you're on the fucking winning team. I I grew up a Patriots fan and everything, but I felt more like a Patriots fan last night. Than I ever. You were being like so team. cocky, uh, like yeah. you like made La La Land, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, like, you were like, "Fuck yeah, another one for me." <laughs> I was like, "What?" Well, people were texting me saying, "Like, congrats, man." <laughs> oh God, uh, what were, did you? Yeah, think? I noticed you weren't as as like you didn't take ownership of La La Land the way no. I figured you were. Well, well, I'm not. I've said it a million times, and I almost tweeted it. Almost tweeted it again last night, but like, I'm not a musical guy. Mm. I'm not a musical guy. Me neither, and. Like, I'm not a musical guy, but I fucking loved La La Land, so it deserves every goddamn award that it got. Yes. So. Uh, did you see, yeah, someone tweeted at me. They were like, top five musicals, go. And I was like, I think La La Land's the only musical I've seen. Well, I doubt it. I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, you know what's a great musical? What? The Lion King. That is a musical. <laughs> right? You know what? South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut <laughs> is a musical. Yeah. I've seen musicals. Right. Huge musical guy over here. I'd probably go like The Lion King 1, La La Land 2, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut 3. Those are the... <laughs> that's my top five. That's a real cultured man's. Yes. 
Um, yeah, I didn't think about that. If you've seen if you've seen kids movies, then you're a musical guy. Yeah, and Lord knows we're kids movies guys. Yeah. So for sure, uh, Sing is a good musical. I haven't seen. I it checked yet. out that I was I saw a musical a couple weeks ago. Went to the theater, popped a boner with saw, a bunch of kids, popped a popped a bee in my what'd SPs. You, what'd, you call, what'd you call it uh, when we recorded that episode? You say rip a boner, rip a boner. That's pretty good. Yeah, one of my like uh, turn of turn of phrase. One of my friends in college would say uh, rip for like that guy's like ripping a doobie or that guy's like ripping a butt, something like that. So uh, we just kind of adopted rip as the like verb, verb version of, of, of uh, doing of, something uh, of Smurf basically. So <laughs> Smurf. I've never heard of that. Well, you know, that Smurfs just Smurfs. Smurfs are like mentally disabled. They don't know anything. So the only word they have is Smurf. Really? Oh, I've yeah, never watched like, the Smurfs. Hey, yo, that guy. Hey, did, did you? You didn't Smurf that Smurf at the at the Smurf? I've Smurf, never. That's heard how they any, talk. I've never heard of this. Yeah. Oh, really? They'll yeah. say like, "Hey, could you Smurf me that Smurf?" I've never, never been a part of this. And that means, could you hand me that gun? <laughs> <laughs> is is like so? Like they made a Smurf movie a couple of years ago. Didn't yeah, they? probably. There was probably like ten words in it. They were all Smurf. I bet. Jesus. Yeah. They. Uh, it's actually it's pretty great. Whoever wrote Smurfs was just like crazy lazy and was like i can't think of words what did i call these people again they're called smurfs okay they'll just say what whenever i don't have a line just they say now, smurf that and makes they, me the information's communicated that makes me wish that the the smurf movie won like best original screenplay that yes that would have been awesome uh best original song just because of its touching lyrics <laughs> <laughs> half of them were smurf um it was yeah, that was uh, my my favorite gift that I used last night. You haven't seen that thing you do, which you need to jump on. Um, yeah, apparently, just for the sake of you not telling me to watch it every goddamn week. You know what? I actually I brought up uh, about time recently, and it was to I, we discussed this. Some of our friends have started to listen to the podcast, which is the worst thing that could ever <laughs> happen in our lives. And uh, someone brought up about time, and I was like, I love about time. They're like, yes, I know. Your entire podcast is asking <laughs> your friend if he has seen About Time yet, and he hasn't seen it, and you ask him that every week. Uh, so About Time and That Thing You Do are probably the two biggies yes. that you should see. But uh, in that movie, they play a talent show, and that's kind of when they get discovered. And when they finish the song, the the host of the show like runs on stage, and he grabs the mic, and he's kind of losing his balance because he's oh, so I did excited. see, I saw he that. Goes, I was, I, I was wondering what that was from. I was like, that's a pretty good gift. It was like, it was super perfect yeah. for a, like a <laughs> they've done it again yeah. kind of thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, what we're, uh, you said it was a boring show and you texted me last night saying like, I was done like halfway through. You're like, are, is, I finished are, are none up, of us funny or is yeah. this just like a kind of a, like, we I have nothing to work with here. I rarely feel funnier than on award show Twitter. Oh nights. yeah. It's like just, it's a goddamn gold mine. You go and you don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. And last night I was firing him off and I was like, bad tweet. Fired off. Bad tweet. I was like, this, none of this is funny. I'm yeah. not funny tonight. I, I didn't uh, know if it was a me thing or if it was just like the awards sucked. The like, nothing really is, happened. Though, nothing did. Uh, we missed. So someone tweeted at us a screenshot of when Ryan Gosling went up to get his best actor in a comedy or musical award. Uh, there were two guys seated at one of the tables kissing and someone tweeted at us. And I was like, we could make jokes here or whatever, but that's just a fucking couple 
kissing, man. Like <laughs> I was like, it's borderline homophobic. They yeah. were pointing this out to us. And uh, none of us realized that was Ryan Reynolds and Andrew Garfield. Just sharing like a real passionate game changer. Game, right. On they, table like, one. Right. Exactly. They were, it wasn't like a peck. They had like each other by the back of the heads. It was like might have been some tongue in there. It was an SNL kissing family uh, kiss. Have <laughs> yeah. you seen those? Yeah. Those are so good. <laughs> so funny. It was the, those skits too. You knew what was you knew what the punchline was going to be. Right. Like, There's it was no going to be like a the super wheel. big kiss, <laughs> probably between two guys. And every time it happened, you were like, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, Ryan Gosling's speech uh, was like, uh, if that guy, what does that like guy do wrong? That. I'd like to talk about that for a second. What does that guy do wrong? Poor, poor timing on my part because oh, uh, yeah. as soon as Gosling hit the stage, I was like, "All right, here it is." Right. Gonna fire this off, and I, was, I talked about what we—I tweeted about what we talked about on the podcast, which was Ryan Gosling just needs to fucking marry Emma Stone yeah, right now, yes. right now. Uh, and then immediately after I fire off that tweet. He goes on and talks, like, shares, like, a sad story about his, his about Eva Mendes. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, shit. Yeah. Can't delete it. And I didn't I was ser- I seriously had the cursor on the retweet button, and then he said cancer. I was like, yeah. you know what? Like, Fuck. I'm going to see where this goes. <laughs> and wouldn't Smart you know move. it? It was about how uh, Eva Mendez's brother died and how he was dedicating that award yeah. to his memory. So, uh, I mean, it's... Still true. Like, I don't want him to marry Emma Stone at the expense of Eva Mendez. Right. I want them I, all to be happy. Right. I, just, uh, I want, like, a living arrangement where they all live together. I, yes. I think that that's... It's the 90s, you know? It's company, man. Yeah. Um, she... When she won, when Emma Stone won... And that, that was probably the most obvious thing that was going to happen. Like, some Jimmy. of the other ones uh, were maybe up in the air. Like, Are you disappointed by anything? By what? Any of the like the the winners? I will tell Any you snubs? this. I couldn't tell you one TV award that happened. I like, can tell you one. That's which, all I know. Is the Crown winning over Stranger Things? Which? Oh yeah, that's right. People were pissed about that. Yeah, I've never seen the Crown. I'll put that disclaimer out there. Yeah. But I'm pretty confident that it wasn't better than Stranger Things. Right. Um, the, also, this season of Game of Thrones was pretty good too. <laughs> that's what people were saying. Yeah. So I, I don't do that show. Yeah. Um, but when uh, what's her face won when Emma Stone won and uh, Christian Slater for about the two oh, hundredth time that night? Did you see Lozo's tweet? Yes. So yeah. Christian Slater during who was it? Tom Hiddleston was yeah. like telling the story about nobody this was trip in, he went on. And nobody was interested in Tom Hiddleston's speech. Like they, nobody in the crowd and nobody at home. I don't even know if Tom Hiddleston was interested in Tom Hiddleston's right. speech. So to use the a term from a previous episode, Tom Hiddleston was talking all about how he's a mensch. Yeah, he was saying yes. like what a good guy he is, and they were just panning the crowd, and they couldn't find one motherfucker who was trying to hear that. <laughs> like, <laughs> they were all was, so disinterested. So the, he was talking about like uh, he said the word humanitarian like nineteen different I know, times. I know, and all that it made that made me think of was Tom Hiddleston's Tinder profile is just pictures of him with African kids everywhere. <laughs> Just trying to pick up girls. And, like, the, the worst part about his speech was that, like, the end, the end arrival was being him being like, little African kids love me. Right, yeah, exactly. I was like, well, where's <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's like, you. so you went on a trip. This is great. Like, I'm glad you learned from it and everything. But it was so much more about himself. It was self-centered. Than it was about, it was like, my acting like, is saving the South Sudan. Yeah, you know? He, he had one thing about how... Um, 
I'm just going to say it. Tom Hiddleston's a baby back bitch. Who, who is he again? <laughs> he dated Taylor Swift. That's uh, so that's why I know his name. All yeah. right. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, the whole time everyone was talking about Tom Hiddleston, I was like, I ought to Google this guy, but I'm tweeting and also texting. I, <laughs> I'll save it for the podcast. That's when I do all of my Googling. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, yeah, so Taylor Swift, that's the biggie connection. Thank, thank you for saying that. I would have lost my mind. Um, almost as much as everyone lost their mind while listening to that douchebag. A lot of bad low. speeches last night. Um, it, was either, it was either, there was no real, like, in the middle speeches. It was either really good speeches or very bad. You know what speeches sucked? And we, had, we were kind of communicating about, can we point this out here? The foreign people? All the foreign people's the foreign, speeches foreign sucked. people suck. Shitty-ass <laughs> foreign speeches. And it's not that we didn't like that foreign people were giving speeches. And not saying that they we needed better speeches. Awards. We needed better speeches from the foreign people. Like when foreign people get up on stage yeah. at, at award shows, they act like their like entire world just crumbled. Yeah. Who is the Who is the French woman who had a heart attack on stage? I have no idea. That I was entertained by. <laughs> she, she was like, <laughs> she, got, she, came, she was hyperventilating, and then she said, "My heart is beating so fast." And then she said, "If you guys only knew what my heart was doing right now," and it was like, probably. Exploding, <laughs> it seems, because you look like you're dying right now. It, it might make a little bit of sense. Like maybe the foreign people have a tougher road to winning those awards, yeah. so they get more excited. Yeah. But like, I mean, you won an award. You're obviously good at at acting in yeah. film. Do 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 a little better. And also, better. this is a first impression for a lot of people. Right. And it, again, can't underscore enough. These people speak fluent English. They like we are not making fun of the way they were speaking or anything. We're just, Ooh, they just but, didn't have good content. But but we can get to that because l- real low hanging fruit joke thrown out on uh, Sophia Vergara's stage stage performance. So people were tweeting at us. They were so people were tweeting at us saying how woke we are. They yeah, were like, right. this award show is just pointing out. Every or like validating everything you guys have ever said about any of these people. They have Sofia Vergara go out there and they're like, hey, hey, what if you put on an amazing dress, looked really, really sexy and just got out there, said some dumb shit. And that's (laughs) what she did. How does she like? How does she keep agreeing to this? I know she is established. I know (laughs) she doesn't need to be like the oops. I said anal. Right. Like, what are you doing? She also Who is her agent? She also tweeted about it, and she censored uh, anus. Really? She was like, said it on stage in front of uh, millions of people. star S. <laughs> you just said it on stage in front of millions of people, and you're censoring your tweet? Yeah. Uh, man, I would just love for that. I would the- love to be her, her agent or her publicist and just, like, maybe make her career not so racist. Here's a campaign uh, that we need to start. Vergara for what do they call the in memoriam? Yeah. Vergara for in memoriam. She not for her to be <laughs> in it, uh, but for to introduce it. So next big award show, right? So they I can't, want they can't, they can't make any jokes about her her English language to go out there in a nice dress, very pretty and just very somber. Very talk about the ones that we lost this year. Talk about Meek Mill. <laughs> Dead for the fourth straight year. <laughs> they didn't do a full one last night because I had that tweet. Yeah, ready. they only did the Star they Wars. They just did Carrie and, Fisher and her mom. And, uh, her mom. Bad look for us. We can't yeah. think of her mom's no, name right now. I'm not. I'm. I'm too young for that. Uh, 
uh, uh, yeah, that was weird. Like, there are a lot of a lot of people who died over the past year, and they're like, nah, just these two. Oh yeah, this, this was like the biggest year ever for people that's, dying. That's like <laughs> right. That's like they forgot to do an in memoriam. They're like, shit, who are two recent people that died? Right. Yeah, we'll make it seem like we care. Yeah, they. Uh Jeez, I didn't even realize that until now. They didn't do a memoriam thing, right? I thought that, that maybe that that was just like that's a the best. Kind t- so that's why the, we, <laughs> that's there the weren't any good jokes. That's when you said there wasn't any funny part. That's when we make most of our jokes. <laughs> it's when they get to the dead people. It's when you get to the dead people and just be Rest like, peace, Paul Walker. Hey, like Paul Walker, dead much? <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought that they were going to do Don't the really. Carrie Fisher um, and her mom as like a separate thing and then just get to the in memoriam later. Yeah. And never happened. No, they just went uh, straight for that. Uh, you know who, so let's get to Jimmy Fallon for a second. <laughs> Jesus. He did a big <clears throat> opening musical number and then pretty much for the rest of the time he stayed out of the way. And every time he talked, <clears throat> sorry, it was about like, God, how much does Jimmy Fallon suck? Right. Even I, Jimmy Fallon know this. <laughs> and I didn't like that. I've, I've got such a weird thing with Jimmy Fallon. I think that everyone does. Uh, I, the, inner, the, the whole world turned on that guy really quick. Because of the Donald Trump thing? Uh, I think that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, I, I think that was like really the nail in the coffin. Right, like they might have been ready. Yeah. You know? they, they wanted something, and yeah. then that was kind of the, the last straw. Um, I didn't like him on SNL. I thought that he was polarizing on SNL. People either loved him or I they were like, a little bit. dude, like get through one sketch without laughing. You're like the ninth funniest person on this cast. Relax. And then when he replaced Conan on uh, the whatever late night, the yeah. one that's after the tonight show, he had like the roots I don't think, and he was cool. I don't think that was Conan. He re- replaced Letterman. Nope. Nope. No. That's Colbert. Yeah. It was, uh, it was what's his face. It was Jay Leno, and then Conan yeah, Len- was on after, and then when Conan moved up to take... Leno came back, though. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so he stayed He replaced there. Leno. No, you know, but initially, so it was Leno, and then Conan was on after, and then when Leno left and Conan went to The Tonight Show, they had Jimmy Fallon take Conan's spot at the, oh, like, okay, 1240 right. okay, show right, or whatever. Right, right. Um, but he he had like a cool show. I mean, he still does. I still have no problem watching that show. He but he would have like the Pixies on and shit like that. And I was like, wow, what a fucking cool yeah. show. Apparently, Jimmy Fallon's cool, and uh, he does funny shit. Like I don't dislike him. I don't think that right. every time he comes on screen, I'm like, oh, this won't be funny. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I to think see that it. he. I certainly think that he can be funny. Yeah. But he's like a he's a one trick pony. That's the thing. He's got to get a new thing. Yeah. Because he had the his, viral his, content thing. Yeah. And now everyone's doing that. So right. And now. His, his he's really just like he he you know what you're gonna get from him every song single and time and he, he song and dance and just be like ah, I'm so zany right it's, <laughs> it's like dude fuck I know <laughs> it's like you don't always have to be zany in every goddamn situation right you can take things a little seriously like you can ask Donald Trump serious questions you don't have to fucking ruffle his hair you don't have to be like oh, Jimmy Fallon sucks I can't read a teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> What did uh, what did we think of the Michael Scott? Uh, oh my God! No, I'm not 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 Steve Carell. Oh, uh, he went full Michael Scott. Oh right, when he yeah. did like yeah. a bad Chris Rock impersonation. Yeah, uh, but he wasn't trying to be bad. I don't think. I think that that was like his best shot at a Chris Rock. Because it was on the fly, wasn't it? Yeah. I, so he came out. He was like, oh, this is a train wreck. Oh, my God. Like, where's Justin Timberlake? I can't read a teleprompter. Ha ha. And it's like, dude, we just had a four-minute song from you. We can't have this right now. <laughs> just 
Have somebody else come up there. It. I don't know. I did not like him. He was not a good it. host. He uh, he kind of failed big time on the hosting duties. But no. But again, they kind of kept him in the weeds. They they had him do that's, a monologue, which sucked. I, want, and then they I wonder the if that's like a let's scrap some of this stuff. Oh, really? I don't know. It seems like that's that's the the way that things go. Like if if you fail on the the opening monologue, you you fumble on the first drive. Yeah, you then, typically don't see that person get a lot more carries throughout yes, the night. Exactly. Okay, so I like that. Um, that's just us talking sports, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> Uh, but you mentioned Michael Scott. Yes. Steve Carell should have hosted with Chris and Wig because that was like the funniest part of the night and they were introducing a goddamn award. So here's take. I don't want them to host. I you know they could. And I saturation. They, I know they, right, exactly. That, what they did was so perfect. And when they walked out, you knew that those two are fucking masters of improv. People, mm-hmm. people don't know us about Steve Carell well enough, but he's like. A large part <laughs> of the office was improvised, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, he's just like a titan of improvising shit and reading what's going on and knowing the exact funniest thing he can say or do in that moment. And Kristen Wiig is... Steve Carell is like a great facial cue guy too. Yeah. Um, Here's a take. It's a shame that... uh, Unless they're in something else that I don't know about, it's a shame that their work together, Steve Carell and Kristen Wiig, is in a fucking animated movie because they do the Despicable Me... Despicable Me movies together. Yeah, I don't know if they do anything else. Um, what was that movie that was with Wahlberg? Was that wasn't Kristen Wiig? Off was to it? a bad start. Um, <laughs> it was. I don't uh, know. It was like. The, oh no, that was. Um, I think that was Carell and Tina Fey. It was like date night. I think that was the name of it. Oh yeah, I've seen that movie. Yeah, not good. It was. Uh, it wasn't great. It was um, a victim of. You can't put those two in a movie together and have it be anything less than the best thing in the world right yeah so um any other what, what, what other take uh, let's talk got? about donald glover real quick okay uh he won uh shit for atlanta awesome i'll admit i've not finished the season yet so that's why i've not really totally weighed in on atlanta it's a dope ass show cool stuff uh people need to understand donald glover's stand-up is not funny so he yeah doesn't, it's not great so he's i'm super in awe of the shit that he does but this kind of i think we talked about this earlier when people would make those videos of like chris rock had only done this yeah, by the time yeah, he, he was donald glover's this, age yeah. and it was like yeah well he was the fucking best way yeah. like he was the best at some of those yeah, things we, we mean we've talked about this uh donald glover donald glover's best comedy work comes in his rap yes oh yeah we have discussed this so yeah. uh as long as people understand that he's not a virtuoso in all of the things that he does then cool but he's uh, allowed to be like subpar at one thing if he's phenomenal at like oh yeah it's cool as she, yeah <laughs> like i like that uh tyler the creator kind of does that he he just tries to do as many fucking different things that he not great can. all of them but like give him credit for trying yeah it's cool it, i would rather spend my time the way that like tyler the creator and child and uh donald glover do they're just always thinking of dope shit to do you know yep. that's uh it's very enviable um meryl streep dropped uh maybe the most fire diss track of 2017 so far uh probably up there she went the fuck after, off and you know what the best part about it is came after winning a lifetime achievement award <laughs> like, yeah like that is the time where you don't expect somebody to be like hey Fuck I got some everyone. shit to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and for this award, but I got some shit. I have some bridges to burn. <laughs> it's very smart, though, because uh, Questlove was on the ones and twos, and he was not shy with that trigger finger. And I feel like Lifetime Achievement Award is the one spot where you can't get played off. Oh, absolutely. And he, as you pointed out, he would start with a little classical music and then it was the get best. him like the pucho, fingers. <laughs> it was the best because like every time uh, at every award show, if you try to play the people off stage, they go through it for another like minute. Yeah. You can go for like five minutes after the music starts. That's a smart move because once the music starts, you've already been embarrassed, you know? Right. There's, it's not like there's Just another thing go that's going to come. There's a person's not right. going to come out and push you off the stage. So once they play that music, you've already been embarrassed. It's, Just it's, it's, it's usually a suggestion. Yes. Like, please, please maybe get off stage at some point in the near future. Questlove was not a suggestion. It was a heard, fucking command. I've never heard drums in <laughs> a play them off. It was like, it started off with like five seconds of warning. It was like, hey, here's some soft music. And then if you're not going to listen to it, <laughs> hey, motherfucker, get off stage. Yeah. <laughs> this is my show. And then they would like cut to Questlove and he just like expressionless the way he always is. <laughs> He's He's a fucking man. My my best my best playoff uh, the best playoff one of last night was uh, Casey Affleck mm. who started off his speech uh, by saying oh like, my god but by like using twenty five seconds to say oh I'm probably gonna go over yeah so uh, I better talk fast yes and then he ended up going like twenty five seconds over yeah so he could he could have finished it and not been played off right but he uh, talked about how the fact that he was going to get played off. Yeah. Which led to him getting played off. I compared that to in the Bobby Newport, Leslie Nope debate when Perd tells Leslie she only has 30 seconds left. Uh, but the way he does it is, is in is, such a Perd way. Yep. He's like, well, you did have 30 seconds when I began to say that you have 30 seconds left, which and was seven only- seconds ago. <laughs> and she's like, well, how many seconds do I have left? At this point of me telling you that you have 30 seconds left, you have ran out of time. <laughs> That's what Casey Affleck did when he got on stage. Yeah, the speeches weren't speeches weren't very great, though. Um, well, we have to talk about uh, the hidden fences thing. Yeah. You know about that. I, uh, I kind of, like, missed that, but I saw people talking about it. Movie called Fences. Yep. Movie called Hidden Figures. Uh, Jenna Bush Hager before... On the red carpet said to Pharrell, you've been nominated for Hidden Fences. Just took the two black movies, put them together. (laughs) And Pharrell, his reaction is, Pharrell is a fucking angel. He could have lit her up. And was, he just kind of did the, I don't think that's what it's called, (laughs) face. And, but he was very polite. Which one is he in? Um, Hidden Figures. Okay. Um, and then Michael Keaton, when he was reading nominees for something, said Hidden Fences, and people blew the fuck up. Now, who said it the first time? Jenna Bush. Okay, okay. So there's a theory, and this is just basically if you want to believe in people or if you don't want to believe in people, <laughs> that Michael Keaton was doing it to mock her. Well, I would not put it past Michael Keaton because he exactly. seems like a, Michael like, <laughs> Keaton's kind of sharp as a tack. Yes. You know, yeah. he's... He seems like a, a funny-ass guy, and I can't believe... I couldn't believe that two people would accidentally make the same racist mistake, or I would hope not. And he also seems like the kind of guy who just, like, says shit to watch people squirm. Yeah, he got, like, a little bit of Bill Murray in him, yeah. you know? Um, I'd say, like, mm, Bill Murray and also, like, Billy Bob Thornton. Yes. Billy Bob Thornton, by the way, uh, mentioned Bob Odenkirk in his speech, and... 
you know in the office when Kevin says like if you if you're given crazy odds on something you have to take it if John Bon Jovi ever wins an Oscar I'm gonna be very rich yeah <laughs> that's kind of like ten years ago if you were to say hey I'll bet you a like I'll give you a million dollars if Bob Odenkirk ever gets mentioned in an important speech at an award show because Bob Odenkirk was just always kind of fledgling. He was, yeah, he was like, but he was a he, like he was a beloved. Be- he was behind the camera guy, but he was a very smart behind the camera guy. Yeah, like everyone, those people tend to get some love. Yeah, everyone liked him because he did all that shit with David Cross and everything. I think but, the better the the more outrageous bet would have been. Like Bob Odenkirk starring in his own like hit critical well exactly drama. right. Uh, I mean, Breaking Bad just fucking changed that guy's yeah. life like crazy, and it also kind of put like uh, Bill Burr more into the yeah. the kind of mainstream, which is uh, just funny as shit. You me- it's funny that you mentioned the Billy Bob Thornton Bob Odenkirk thing because that was like kind of a subtle that was a subtle dig, right? He was like me and Bob used to not get along. Yeah, I, I didn't know what he was saying. He's, I think it was him who said that. Um, he did. Okay, so it was he threw like a subtle dig at, at Bob Odenkirk being like, we didn't like it. We never used to like each other. And now it's like, ha suck it, Bob. Uh, there was also there was a couple other like subtle digs at each other. I don't know if it's just because like the Golden Globes, like the party yeah. type uh, award show. But like even when Casey Affleck was on stage and he was like, hey, Matt Damon probably shouldn't have passed on this role. Fucking idiot. That's a dick move. <laughs> yeah, that is, so that was probably the dick move. Of they the didn't night. show. I don't think they showed Matt Damon after that, but like, I could, can't imagine he was like happy about it. He was like, he was like, hey, Matt Damon, don't pass on any more roles because I'm going to fucking crush them. Uh, someone tweeted to either both of us or brunch. I don't know who they tweeted to, but, uh, Apparently, La La Land, they initially had yeah, Miles, Miles Teller, Teller as Emma Watson. Sebastian. Yeah. And that like, would have been awesome if, if Gosling just got on stage and he was like, hey, hearing a lot of buzz about Miles Teller, but let's just keep things in perspective here. That's what I fucking thought, bitch. Walked off the stage. Be like, you don't have enough room in your house, asshole. Right. Good did, thing you passed on this one. Exactly. Did a little fucking flinch gesture and then was like, also, this is dedicated to the memory of my late Was there a car crash in in, uh, in La La Land? Uh, no. So he he they, couldn't mess up that classic vehicle, but there is a classic car scene. Yeah. When but, he does a grand gesture. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, but there's no car crash in that movie, so Miles Teller couldn't take it. That's right. Miles Teller is a huge car crash guy. Huge car crash. Did guy. you see the? Vi- did we discuss the video of him after he got in the IRL car crash? No. He like I didn't looked- know if there was a video. Oh, was it a video or was it just? Like- I just saw TMZ like saying that he freaked out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what it was. They said he freaked out. They had quotes from him, and I think we wanted the video. Yeah, and that's us recapping that video. <laughs> um, speaking of La La Land. I got to say, I was a little put off by every time one of them won something, they would say, basically, they would like, oh, and for people to take a leap of faith on this project, like, and dude, for you're, people to you, trust this. Uh, dude, you have bruh, Ryan Gosling yes. and Emma Stone starring in this movie. Bruh, you made this is not an a indie musical, <laughs> which, every, which always wins shit, about set in L.A., which right, always wins very, shit, very about broad the appeal. business. Yeah. You could not be pandering more to the people who vote for these things unless you had, I don't know, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone star in it. Right. It was like scientifically Uh, made to be I'm glad we're on the same page there because as soon as he said that, I was like, dude, what are you talking about? (laughs) No fucking what. That is 
I guess like yeah, I guess if he's speaking like the leap of faith being the people who like invested in the movie, who financed the movie, like the studios and stuff. But like even then, the the that musical has broad appeal for like a wide screen. Also, uh it's like the hottest director in the game right now. Or like Whiplash. like not like the hottest one, but like kind of the the it guy coming right. off Whiplash. To, He's like an award show director. Yeah, people would want to fucking <laughs> be a part of that, that guy. I'd love to see what the process of trying to get this film financed was because I bet people were lining the fuck up. That is and Emma Stone even echoed it when she got on stage. She said the same thing and I was like, "Girl, come on. <laughs> when they asked you to be in this mov- movie, you knew that this was going to be a fucking big ass thing, kiddo. Um, Emma Stone looked good. You want to talk about who looked good? Sure. Emma Stone did look good. Emma Stone looked good. Uh, maybe the winner, though, uh, and this is somebody that I'm not usually big on, mm-hmm. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell looked dynamite. Uh, I'm not a huge Kristen Bell guy, but yeah. this brings up a, another thing that we wanted to talk about today. Uh, Kristen Bell, I'm not usually a huge Kristen Bell fan, but she looked unbelievable last night. There was a lot of boobs from a lot of people last night yes. that I wasn't expecting. Mandy Another one, Moore. Mandy Moore. Yes, yeah. Mandy Moore. Very Fucking nice. Fucking crushing it. Very tasteful, Mandy. Very. If, if you would have told me like 15 years ago that Mandy Moore was still going to be relevant, and... She's always kind of on the periphery. Right. But like, she's back to being pretty relevant because yeah. of a network drama, yes. which is a fucking achievement. Yeah. Uh, you know who else looked good? And also, for boob reasons, uh, Jessica Biel. I don't even know if I saw her. I saw her. <clears throat> you see her on, on the red the, carpet? On the red carpet, no, I yeah. didn't watch that. Um, that was another, the second the Bruins game ended last night, I was so happy. <laughs> because trying to flip between uh, yeah, hockey, I didn't, I didn't bother. football, and the red carpet. Like, the red carpet was a distant third at that point. Yeah. And as soon as the Bruins game ended, I was like, okay, now we're in business. Now yeah. we can start to kind of make some moves here uh sophia vergara no surprise crushed it like yep award show award shows are her super bowl it's <laughs> probably because she's like her career is so racist and fucking like <laughs> well like her, the direction of her career is always so racist that she's like finally i get to dress up and people take me seriously right i look like, so at, good at least uh, at least people can say all right she's got that thing we yeah. can't take it away from her with our Blatant racism. Um, what else? Uh, oh, I, I, if we're uh, if we're almost done, the, the, I brought up the Kristen Bell thing. You watched um, you watched I Love You Man this weekend. Yes, I did. Um, also, got to sneak uh, Brad Pitt into the people who looked good. Was real convenient that that he was, was a fucking, great tweet. <laughs> real convenient that he's fucking a dime again. Right. He's not fooling anybody, man. I, we see that. We see that post breakup fucking glow. Yeah. <laughs> he. I mean, he's always he's always got it going on. He's never he's never been ugly, but like he let himself go. It's just the fact that he is such a good looking dude. No, that he can, he, she's all he. She's all or he. What do I call it? The the hot tub effect. He hot tub affects himself a lot. Yeah, Where he'll make himself get, yeah. a little ugly and then just be like, like by oh, the way, whoops. Is this what I look like? <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, I'm just being humble by making myself a little uglier, f- just to let you guys have have some for a little while. But then I'm gonna I'm gonna shave this off. Right. I'm gonna fucking get a haircut, and then I'm gonna my body count is gonna skyrocket again. Yeah, the body count. Um, yeah, I watched. I love you, man, and uh, it was 
it was on HBO on Saturday morning, like at the tail end of it. That's and a very I, good uh, on TV movie. Yes. So I did the button that says, it's like, hey, want to start this over? I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> and that movie's fucking great. That movie's awesome. Like the, uh, I texted this to you, but I put that movie in the same category as Forgetting Sarah Marshall, as in like a, a real sneaky classic. I'll watch that movie anytime it's on. Why do you think it's not super, like it's not quoted often and people don't reference it a Forgetting lot. Sarah Marshall's quoted a little bit more than, yes. than I Love You, Man. Yes. Um, I think the reason why I Love You, Man isn't quoted a lot is because the quote that came out of it wasn't a good quote. The one that people jumped on was uh, totes my goats, right? Yeah, yeah. And they, I think I wrote down some funnier quotes that uh, they don't say. Oh, this is my nightmare? That should have been yeah, the but, biggest thing in the world. Yeah, but nobody, like, people say that, but they don't attribute they it to say, I love yeah. you, man. You can't, like, can't use, like, a generic line and be like, oh, yeah, it's for my love you, man. Oh, you know that, what? Actually, that would be a good move, though. If somebody yeah. said, this is my nightmare, be like, nice, I love you, man, reference. Just be like, oh, hey, I've seen I've I seen love you, man. I've seen that movie. They'd be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. Just be like, oh, cla- I love that uh, that golf course scene. Nice, man. <laughs> um, sl- oh, Slap at a Bass was also the big one. And Slap at a Bass wasn't that funny. Yeah, that, that was definitely the big one, I think. That got old quick. Yeah. Um, but uh, Suck at Gill should have been a thing. <laughs> uh, Slap at a Bass got old in that movie. Oh yeah, you used it so much in that movie that I was already over it. I know. You, when you use it a couple times, I might be in on it and like use it in real life, but they used it every five. When minutes. Rashida Jones's character says to him, "Please stop," you're thinking stopped. the same thing. <laughs> We're all thinking the same thing. Um, but the the reason I had initially texted you about this movie is because I'm pretty sure this is the best John Favreau role ever. I don't even remember what role he plays in that movie. He plays... Uh, oh, is he the dude who hates his wife? Press. What's her first name? Jamie Presley? She was like a super famous person for a while. Yeah, Jamie Presley. Okay. Um, she She's pl- the blonde one, right? Yeah, the blonde okay. one. She was in My Name is Earl. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> he plays her husband, and he's just like a total dick. Yeah, he hates her. And when does... <laughs> yeah, and every they settle every argument by him like demanding some sort of sexual act. <laughs> like when she's like, she can stay as long as she fucking wants. She screams at him. And he just calmly goes, you're going to dress up like a cheerleader tonight. And walks away. <laughs> it's hilarious. John Favreau is, uh, is really good in supporting roles. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I love him in chef. Chef is like the most darling movie in the world. Also a very good, uh, supporting role is him in, uh, the breakup. Very oh un- yeah. Very underrated movie. Yeah. That movie's awesome. Yeah. I think that's an, outstanding movie he's uh he, he plays the bartender right and he's like do you need me to kill her right I'll he's very her. um he's very paranoid yes very paranoid very aggressive like needs maybe a serial killer maybe yeah. a psycho what is uh when he tells when vince vaughn tells him about the breakup he's like all right here's what you need to do man you just need to like get out there and just like clear your head forget about everything for a while then you're gonna get a, a program you put it on your computer and it says all the people that she's emailed and <laughs> he's just, he sets himself up as a not crazy person so many times yeah. and every time he finishes speaking you're like oh well he he fucking kills people uh also did you see the um <laughs> did you see the uh nick casario tweet from pro football talk no <laughs> and they tweeted nick casario has decided to stay with the patriots uh he's he's turned down the 49ers job 
and the headshot they had of him was a fucking crazy oh his picture. crazy eyes right yeah yeah I saw so one uh, so their tweet was like Nick Casario uh, has uh, has turned on the 49ers because he's decided to stay with the Patriots and the first response was are you sure it isn't because he's too busy killing people with his bare hands <laughs> <laughs> Just all the responses were like, we don't know who this Casario guy is, but he and Nick Casario looks like a fucking normal guy. He looks kind of like Paul Ryan. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. He looks, so he looks like, like a normal school, looking like, guy. He looks like a middle school like science teacher and he just fucking crazy buggy eyes. Right. No, but his eyes are not as buggy. Yeah. As but that in picture. that picture. Yeah, yeah. Right. They make him look like a fucking psychopath. Um, but uh, let's see what else they write down for my love you, man. Oh, uh, the dap in kiss when he goes on the date with the guy, doesn't realize the date. Oh, he yeah. Goes to dap yeah. Him up and the guy kisses him. That's a fucking hilarious visual. Um, count of three Beatles stones. I don't remember that. When he's trying to hang out with John Favreau and his friends, they're playing poker, and he's like trying to be one of the guys, but he just fucking doesn't know how. And he it's, goes, "All right, guys, count of three: Beatles or Stones? One, two, three. And like half of them don't say anything. One of them says, "Fuck you." One of them <laughs> says, "Don't care." <laughs> uh, just a fucking bunch of guys around each other. Where he projectile vomits everywhere. Yeah, which that's. I understand, other than the vomit, why Favreau kicked him out of the house after because he does, uh, he does like a in your face. If if I like you brought a friend over or something and I didn't know this yeah. guy and he starts saying shit like in your face to me, get the and, fuck and out of my home. Everywhere, not he, so he. I wouldn't. So he says in your face, and then the second time he says in your face, he pukes. Yeah, he wouldn't have even made it to the second in your <laughs> face. I would have said leave my home. Uh, you're a guest and you're telling people in your face. We don't talk yeah. about that around here. That's wonder. This guy couldn't find a fucking best man. Watch your fucking <laughs> mouth, sir. Um, and uh, last thing I wrote to, Oh, it was the taste of betrayal. That should have been a quote. That's a pretty good one. That's yeah. Yeah. Just call everything the taste of betrayal. <laughs> it wasn't the taste. It was the taste of betrayal. <laughs> you fucking whore. Is, I love you. Man's the one with the, uh, they have the, uh, the guy, is he, it's I don't think he's Joe from, Latrulio that you're talking about. Huh? Joe Latrulio's character, the the guy from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the soccer voice. player. Yeah. yeah. The soccer scene's fucking hilarious. He gets in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's like, let's, let, he keeps screaming, "Let's go, Galaxy!" and his voice cracks at like every <laughs> every. Go, yeah. <laughs> that scene's amazing. That shit's so funny. Oh man, imagine people listening to this podcast today being like, "Hey, what'd they talk about?" They just talked about I love you, man. They weren't reviewing it. They were just, just like being like, hey, remember this movie? <laughs> right. 